When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. An important part of the Rolling Stones, both on tour and in the studio, will be our guest today on the Goldmine Magazine podcast. Hello, this is Pat Prince, editor of Goldmine, and we will have the Rolling Stones backup singer, Bernard Fowler, on today, and he'll talk about his new album, Inside Out, which is a spoken word tribute to the Rolling Stones, as he, he definitely pulls out all the lyrics as if they were poetry on different Rolling Stones songs. So we'll talk to Bernard. He's had about a 35-plus year with the Rolling Stones members, and he'll tell us all about the Stones, his relationship with them, and the new album after this message. Hey, I'm Ronald Webb, and this is Patrick Prince. And together we host the Goldmine Radio Hour, the show that features the latest issue of Goldmine, the music collector's magazine. Tune in Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on CygnusRadio.com. Bernard, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? So you've been working creatively with the Stones since, what, 89? About 20 albums or so, that's... Their solo projects. What is it about the Stones that has made the collaboration constant for the last 30 years? You know what? That's probably a question for them. Like every job, I go in to do my best, and I think my best has been good enough so far. Right. How did you first connect with the band? Was it through Mick? Well, yeah, it was. Well, yes and no. I was connected uh, with the band through uh, producer Bill Laswell. Bill Laswell introduced me to Mick first. And Mick had heard um, you singing on a certain album, or? Well, you know what, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I was singing with Herbie Hancock at the time when I, uh, you know, the year I met Mick. And, um, you know, when uh, Bill took me to meet him, you know, he said to he said to Mick, he said, "This is Bernard Fowler. This is the guy I've been telling you about." So I, you know, I'm not sure if he had heard or if it was just you know Bill's word. Well, was, I was just listening to a, a new release to Bridges to Bremen. I don't know if you heard that live. It's a 1998 show in Germany. They just put it out, mm-hmm. and I was just comparing "Sympathy for the Devil" to your version on "Inside Out." And that was a pr- that was pretty cool to do. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, did you did you enjoy the comparison? I did. Yes. Yours is a nice rendition since the focus is on the words. And uh, on on Inside Out, though, I think Dancing with Mr. D is my favorite cut, just because of its Parliament funk and how you express the words through that. Oh no, I I have a few favorites. You know, that being one. You know, Sister Morphine's another one. There's also a bonus track, right, of Dancing with Mr. D? I, I didn't get to hear that one, but I know there is a bonus yes, track. There's a bonus track. The bonus track is uh, Dancing with Mr. D without a rhythm section, with only percussion. Ooh, nice. 
Why did you pick choose these particular songs? Was it because I mean I, I know "Sympathy for the Devil's well well known, but it wasn't particularly a single. So I think all these songs were never singles per se. I uh, I I didn't want to do any of the singles. I had already made up my mind when I decided to do the record that I wouldn't do any of the singles. I wouldn't do any of their most popular songs. And and "Sympathy for the Devil" was on that list. Mm. The only reason why Sympathy for the Devil made it was, you know, because it was easy for me to actually record it. Uh, I could do that in, you know, relatively quick t quick time. You know, I ran out of time and, you know, I ran out of money. I had no money left to keep going. So to complete the record, I felt like I needed one more song and, and, and the lyric content of Sympathy for the Devil is quite strong, so it just seemed obvious to do. Right. I was, I was uh, hoping for a Street Fighting Man just because it's, uh, <laughs> that's an intense song with lyrics. Yeah, but again, too popular. I've heard that it was Mick, in fact, Mick Jagger, that pushed you into recording this. I don't know if he pushed you to do spoken word, but he pushed you into recording Inside Out. Is that is there truth to that? No, he didn't have anything to do with that, really. Um, you know, I had intended to do it all along. Mm. He just kind of gave me a green light. You know, he heard me doing some at a rehearsal. He said he thought it was a good idea. Another confirmation that, you know, I was, I was doing, I was in the right place. You know, this right. was the project to do. How do you think the feedback from your fans has been? I, I um I was reading some comments online and they all seem to be into it. I mean, you have a passionate fan base. They love your singing. They love you you've had three solo albums now. Um have you got, have you personally gotten some feedback? Well, thank God. Thank God they love my singing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they love my singing. This is the first album I've ever done, you know, of, yeah, yeah. of this kind. It's been amazing, man. I, I have to tell you, it's, I'm blown away. I'm blown away by the response to this record. You know, I said, you know, people are, people are going to like it or they're going to absolutely hate it, especially the Rolling Stones fans because they are you know, so dedicated to the band. They all just seem to, you know, they love it. I did a show uh, the night before last here in Chicago at a club called Martyrs. You know, sold out the place. And, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, I was a little nervous about, you know, performing this stuff. I've never done it before in front of, in front of an audience. And they loved it. Yeah, people love spoken word more than people... I guess more than mainstream knows, um, even back, yes. in, even back in the, from the seventies. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, of course, you know, that's, that's where I heard most of it the first time, but I think people know about it, but I don't think enough people know about it or are into it that much. I think it's, uh, I don't think it's that big of a group. Right. Well, one of your fans made a comment online. He, he or she said, I understand the concept what you wanted to do, but Bernard, your talent is singing. Um, but I'm not sure this he or she got the concept. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've, I've, 
I saw another thing, another response, something like that, uh, when I was thinking, no, I don't think they're getting it. Uh, I'm more than just a singer. Yes, you yes. Know, it wasn't just the singing. It was, you know, just what it is. And it, give, and it gives me a chance to show my production chops. Right. And, you know, so I think, you know, those people are really missing it, you know. Those are the kind of people that see you one way, and that's the only way they're going to see you. Well, also they got to understand artists don't like to stay in the same groove. Artists want to check out new things. They want to, you know what I mean? Artists, will, artists want to be creative. Exactly. And creativity needs to go around in different directions. <laughs> that's right. That's what that means, you know. Yeah. Some people like it and some people don't. You know, I don't think everybody likes what I've done. Right. But I think the likes, you know, heavily outweigh the dislikes. Well, people also have to realize you've you've also covered the Stones successfully before. I mean, Can't You Hear Me Knocking with Chuck D., which was a good rendition. Yeah. Who who are some of the musicians on this on Inside Out? The musicians, okay, I'm gonna tell you every single one of them, if I can remember them all. On percussion, Wilfredo Reyes Jr., Lenny Castro, Munyongo Jackson, myself, drums, Vince Wilburn Jr., Steve Jordan, and uh Cameron is playing uh, a snare brushes. Uh, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with Clayton. You know, he played with Tony Bennett and mm. Sammy Davis Jr. He's known as the brush cat. And, you know, and Steve was the one to bring him in. Which is the perfect album. Which is the perfect thing to bring him in for, this album. Yeah, and, um, you know, he adds a, he does add a, you know, an extra rhythm to all that stuff. And then there's uh, on bass, is Daryl Jones. Oh, okay. He did a great job well, on Dancing with Mr. D. I love that. That bass is really popping there. He's, he's killing it. He's killing it. <laughs> um, on guitar, a friend George Evans and uh, Ray Parker Jr. Oh, okay. And Jimmy Rip. Hmm. And uh, on horns is um, Tim Reese who's part of the Rolling Stone horn section, Ron Jublia out of L.A., and um, and Keon Harold. Keon Harold is doing the, uh, you know, he's doing the trumpet on Sister Morphine, and he was the cat that did all the trumpet work that you heard extra on the uh, Don Cheadle Miles Davis movie. You did a column for us called Ten Albums That Changed Your Life. I don't know if you remember. And it was great because... I got to hear, after, you know, reading it, obviously, I got to hear all the influences you listed on this album in action. Everyone from Public Image Limited to Sly and the Family Stone, Stevie Wonder, Parliament. You can hear it all on this new album. <laughs> but, but you know something? The 10 albums that changed my life also turned me on to your solo album, The Burrah. You said, right you said, you said, all you need to do is listen, and listen. I did, and I, I like it, man. You, right from the first song, shake it. It's a powerful album that crosses, you know, all genres, a lot of genres. Mm -hmm. I can hear, I can hear those influences that you listed in the ten albums. 
um, also on the Burra. But um, I wish people. Yeah, that was. Uh, I love. I I love that record. I'm really proud of Burra. I hate that. Uh, the, the only drag is that you know a lot of people, you know, didn't hear it when it was released. But you know, I think people are slowly being turned on to it. I think it's a great piece of work. Yeah, I'm surprised I never heard it. When I did, you know, I I've heard so much that I I don't have uh you know, I I don't go into uh music expecting much, right? And then it just I was like, "Wow. So much energy here, man." Like I said from the right. first song. I hope it does. I hope more people uh that will check this out, will check that album out. Yeah, so do I. So what's what's next for Bernard? After the Stones tour. Well, after the after the Stones tour, I have to uh, I have to do some more gigs in support of Inside Out. I've got to do that, and um, you know I have a couple of you know spots spot gigs here and there with different people. Uh, I'll be doing some voice and piano stuff with Mike Garson, you know, mm-hmm. sometime after the tour. I have two records that I have to make. I have to make a follow up to the Bora. Mm-hmm. And this, um, and with Inside Out, you know, with the response to Inside Out, I have to make another, you know, spoken word record. Right. So, what? you know, those two things are on the uh, plate. And um, when the tour is over, I'm going to go to Uruguay to record with a, a Master Condombe player. Hmm. With the name of uh, Lobo Nunez. Hmm. And that will be, you know, some of the drums for the start of the next spoken word record. So you'll probably have a, a singing record and then the spoken word? That kind of yeah. flow? Yeah. That's the plan. But whichever one is first is the one that goes. Whichever one is finished first is the one that, you know, we get out there. Unless somebody talks me out of it. Do you see any of the Stones participating on future, future endeavors? You know, I always see them participating. I always see them participating. I've, um, I uh, made myself uh, a promise that, you know, every solo record that I do, I will always put one Rolling Stones song on it. That's you know, I speak, you know, because I spent so many years, you know, in and out of, you know, that camp. I, yeah, I, um, I can hear your voice on Street Fighting, man. I think that would be an awesome choice. Um, mm. Think about it. I, I think it would be very cool. I know you don't want to do a lot of their um, popular songs, but it would give it an interesting take. Or maybe you could uh, funk it up a little bit or something, you know? Um, <laughs> the, the, the lyrics are so relevant to the tension that is going around today. Um, I wish more, pe- more people would cover it. This is true. Well, you know, you know, that also, you know, that also was part of the reason why I picked the songs for Inside Out was because, you know, they were all relevant to, you know, how we live and, you know, what's going on now. Right. Well, the best of luck to you, man. Thank you for taking the time to talk to Goldmine. Um, Thank you for coming, man. Thank you for being here. I need all the love I can get. And I really appreciate you doing the 10 albums and... I'll tell you what, um, thanks for turning me on to the Burra. That was, 
that was pretty cool. I guess we'll be seeing you on the road with the Stones, or and I hope I hope you play solo in New York, man. I, I, I'd check that out. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm doing. I think I'm doing a, a, a club gig with Tim Reese while I'm there when the Stones play in New Jersey. So yeah, I'll be. I will perform some songs from Inside Out at that gig. Yeah. All right. Good luck on the tour. Enjoy yourself. All right, man. Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bernard. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Bernard Fowler. Thank you for coming on the Gold Mine Magazine podcast. And we hope you enjoy the rest of the Rolling Stones tour. And we hope to see you on tour when you come around. Thank you so much, listeners. This is Patrick Prince, editor, signing off. Don't forget to go to goldminemag.com for exclusive content and also contests and a percentage off the subscription price. Also, go to Barnes & Noble and Books A Million to pick up the latest issue of Goldmine. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon.